If you or anyone you know is looking to buy or sell your home, do yourself a favor and reach out to our girl, Crystal McCarthy. I've known Crystal for a long time. Super sweet, very hardworking, and she'll do everything she can to sell your home. She's from the neighborhood and knows everything there is to know about the area. On top of that, she just so happens to work for the number one producing real estate company in the Chicagoland area, App Properties. Her team alone did over $42 million in sales last year. She has helped many of our local friends and family buy and sell their homes. Crystal will take you through the process step by step where you feel more like a friend than just a client. There may be other realtors to choose from, but none have the expansive network of people and resources that you get when working with Crystal. Contact Crystal at 847-338-6414. Again, that's Crystal McCarthy at App Properties, and the number is 847-338-6414. Make sure you tell her that the big dog and T-Money sent you over at 9094. Welcome to 9094. Oh, yeah. Dude, don't ever come at me like that again, bro. You knew we had a time. <laughs> uh, the time was between 1130 and 12. You're right. You're right. But still, so don't come at me done? when I'm just Are asking you, done? you a time. Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> Yo, before Are we start. you done i'm done are all right? you done yo before are we start you <laughs> done we're done we're done thank you thank you so before we start though i gotta say something hmm. i was told today by my boy blake who uh who is a loyal listener now? You know the guy whose hand we ho- we hold while he's uh, walking on the treadmill. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our guy Blake. He told me that Baker Square no longer makes the Oreo pie. So I'll never Discon- get to experience it. Discontinued. Fuck Baker Square, dude. Wow. Fuck Baker Square. They could have been sponsored. Square. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So. Looks like this guy's having troubles, huh? He's a retard. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, well, uh, should we should we talk a little bit about I mean we have a special guest coming on the podcast today. Um oh, I'm multitasking, dude. I'm eating while I'm talking. That's all right. You know, we I, we all I was peeing while I was talking. Before, Ooh, nice. So. Nice. Um well, I mean, once he gets on, I mean, we could tell everybody who it is. Yeah, we'll, you, actually, we'll introduce him. What I would want to do is, um, no, that's not okay. Let me, uh, okay. So this guy that's coming on, the favorite of mine, because he 
or I should say you have admitted that he is the only one that can get in your head. You know, there, there was what admit it, admit it just on the golf course. No, 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 no. That's only in the golf course. He's got that stupid fucking little laugh that he does. (laughs) No, no, no. He, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this guy owns you. Who, me? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Before you, before you start talking, we're going to introduce you. All right. All right. We got to get you, you know, you know. Now, now I wanted to introduce you in a certain way, but I'm going to let this idiot. You can know you the way he wants him. He 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 has been telling us that he's a little nervous about coming on the podcast. You know, he's not sure what to expect. He's a little nervous, but that's That's okay. You know, that's not true. We'll we'll get you through this, okay? That's not true. Well, why don't you go ahead and introduce him, Vigiano? So this is a guy (laughs) that I I hold in high regard because he's a very handsome man. (laughs) He's he's a very funny man. (laughs) <laughs> and he, like everybody else, has a distaste for my co-host <laughs> to the point where he is claimed by my co-host to be the only guy to get in his head no matter what. In, on the golf course. That's no, the only place. No. Um, first time caller, long time <laughs> landlord inside <laughs> of the head of Tommy Cerrone. <laughs> That's fact, and everybody knows it. Wow. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, uh, okay. So, uh, we have brought on Mike Ogram, and he will be on this episode and probably the next episode, and we are going to do a 90s and an 80s episode. Yes. yes. And and what better? I'll give you this. When it comes to 80s and the 90s, uh, Ogs, you do have a – you have – what we would call a uh, a wide range of oh, knowledge my, with the two. Extensive sure. knowledge. Extensive. I miss my calling somewhere. <laughs> I mean, outside of the 80s and 90s, I don't really have much to offer, but that's I not definitely true. miss my call. Well, thanks, Steve. I appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so today, today we decided we're going to go with the 90s first because I think that the 80s, the 80s has a lot to talk about with uh, movie-wise is, uh, I mean, the 80s is by far the best uh, the best time for movies, I think. So we're going to have to talk about movies in the 80s. But um, when we, we'll we start off with the 90s. And, and, and really, we could talk about whatever you guys want. Um, so what me? What, what decade's I, better? I mean, I know where you lean, Tommy, but what decade do you are you more partial to? I'm a 90s guy. I, I I feel like I mean I, I really I we weren't we we didn't get to experience the eighties as much mm-hmm. just because mm-hmm. we were born later in the eighties. But the nineties, I mean the clothes, the the Chicago Bulls, uh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. music, music in the nineties. Ooh, can't beat don't, that. Don't sell on uh don't sell on eighties. Yeah, yeah, eighties got good music too. Yeah, yeah. You know I who mean, else from... is a big 90s guy? Who? Pat Barrett. So <laughs> oh. you two, you, I mean, that's, I mean, that's where you're, that's I know what you're hitching your wagon to. I know what you're, you're trying, wagon. I know what you're doing here and I don't like it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you're I right. Mean, you're right. You know, bar, you know, with the age group, 
definitely got to experience the nineties a little bit more. Right. But now, how how old were you during the Bulls run? I was uh, let's see here. Nine 1991, I was, uh, well, no, no, I'll say 10 to 17 years old. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you had a, you had a good little, like, you were, you were at least probably like drinking and going out during the, the, the I late was, run. Yeah. I was on, I was on Harlem drinking, <laughs> you know, probably drinking some Mickey's. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, for sure, dude. I, I definitely got to experience that run as somewhat of a close to being a, an adult and a degenerate that uh, that you were. Yeah. That, Did you ever make it down to like, because uh, I remember when the, the streets were just packed. You, you never made it down there or anything like by the stadium, did you? No, okay. absolutely not. No, no Grand, no Grand Park for me. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that. That was about that. My extent was probably Harlem Avenue with some of the, uh, you know, uh, uh, St. Pascal, Priscilla kids and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, what a time, though. Yeah, got, it was a little different. That. Like, you know, we were outside banging pots and pans as little kids. Right. So we were, oh, yeah. It was a little different for us than it was for you. So Sure, sure. How old are you? We're 30, 35. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, so you guys, like, were you even born during the – I mean, I'm not going to switch decades here, but were you even born during the Super Bowl? No. No, I was – let's see. I was I was born October 85, so I was, what, three, four months? Okay. Yeah, I wasn't born in April, so, no, I wasn't even born yet during the Super well, Bowl. Well, you know, Vince, you were born, which obviously I can tell is why you're – Way cooler than your co-host there. <laughs> um, we we already we can, we we canceled the eighty-five bears, dude. They're fuck them. Yeah, we canceled them. I mean, it was a good run, but we're we're done with it. We can't keep talking about it. So it's it's completely out of the timeline, out of the universe. We're just not even. No, I mean, we'll you have to acknowledge them. Yeah, they were a I've... good team, but the way that this organization and these fans, these meathead fans, still talk about them, get out of here. Get yeah. out of here. We have to move on. We it's valid. Super I mean, Bowl it's now. Valid. It's valid. Yeah. But anyway. Tommy, that, Tommy Fuller said it. Like, if you think about it, that team kind of almost was a disappointment. You only won one Super Bowl with that defense. There you go. That's <laughs> tough. There you go. Greatest anyway, running back of all let, time, too. Let's, yeah, let's you had so to, much, and then they did They did really – they didn't do – to take it from Jim Moore, they didn't do diddly-poo with him. All right. <laughs> Let's, All right, let's, let's, keep, let's, the subject let's stick there. to let's the 80s, the, the 90s today. Right. I mean, right. for me, the 90s, there's the only Bears. actually one thing that, other than the Bulls, for me, that sticks out for the 90s, hands down, point break. Music. Oh. Point break. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, would you say, wait, let, let's go, let's start there. Let's start movies. Would I'm you say point first. break is the best 90s movie made? You know, so point break is a, uh, it's a real toe the line type movie. Okay. It screams everything about it is 80s, but it's made in 1990. I was just going to say that movie felt like the 80s. There's nothing 90s about that movie. <laughs> yeah. Minus minus the cameo from uh the lead singer of Red Hot Chili Peppers, Anthony Kiedis. Anthony, Anthony Kiedis, yeah. Um no, I mean it's an 80s movie. I'd like to see when it was actually filmed, 
Because if it's an 80s filmed oh, if in it the came 80s. came out in 90, it was filmed in the 80s for sure. Okay, then I'm, yeah. I'm just going to say it's an honorary 80s movie. But if it leaks into the 90s, it immediately makes the 90s a great decade. Yeah. I'm sure. now. It's a good, it's a hot start. I kind of want to, I'm start. trying to see if I can, I mean, I could easily pull it up on my phone, but I want to sure, see I got it got right like here. A, you know, I, I went on, I'm sitting in front of the computer just so I can reference stuff. Uh, uh, you're oh, doing wow. a better job than me and this idiot usually do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I, I, I started to look at my phone and whatnot. And I'm like, embarrassed to admit this. It 91. 91. Oh, 91. So it's 90s all day. I mean, it is 90s all day, but like you said, there's a feel of that movie that's like early, like, like 80, 1989 has a feel. Okay. And this movie felt like it was a 1980s nine movie. Look at Swayze's hair, dude. Does that not scream <laughs> 80s? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's more, it's definitely got a more feel. Now, granted, but you know what? At the same time, and I'm going to say this, the idea of the movie is 90s. Is it though? Like the premise, like, dude, like the, the 90s, when the 90s was, ah, man, it almost has like a feel. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, maybe more of a Miami Vice, and Miami Vice was the 80s. There we go. Surfing. I mean, it, it's got a lot of 80s to it. That's that's just me. That's it does. Me. No, it does. It does. And I actually you, never do you know it's a, two hours you, long. Man, I might have to fire this up again. Yeah. I know. Dude, they're... All, pretty much all of Sandler's best movies came out in the 90s as well, too. This is true. All of his, they all did. They all did. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had Billy Madison, he had Happy Gilmore, and he had The Waterboy and Big Daddy. All oh, he had a run in the 90s. Man. All right. So this is this is where my this is where I take issue when people talk about Sandler movies. <laughs> it completely gets looked over. So you said Waterboy, and what was the other one you said? Because Happy Gilmore and Billy Madison are absolute staples. Yeah, Correct. that was his like that was his coming. What in was the fourth one? Did you say Big Daddy? Yeah, Big, Big Daddy, Daddy was, was ninety nine. Can we talk about Wedding Singer? Oh, Ooh. for sure. Wedding Singer is probably top his top three best movies. He's and had. what's the premise of the Wedding Singer? The eighties, the fucking eighties. <laughs> he loved the eighties, dude. <laughs> He loved. I mean, that movie is so goddamn underrated. I would actually have to agree with you. I. It's not that people don't talk, or it's not that people don't appreciate the movie. People just don't talk about the Wedding Singer. The Wedding Singer is fantastic. It's absolutely. In my Mount Rushmore of of Adam Sandler movies, it's up there. Wow. Okay. Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, Wedding Singer. That's my boy. I'm telling you, You're watch it again. Oh, dude, I'm Jeez. telling you, <laughs> watch it again. You're an idiot. Coming from the guy who likes MacGruber, get out of here. MacGruber's a great movie. You're again, an idiot. another guy living in the 80s. Was that? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, because that was MacGyver. And I mean, MacGyver was a hell of a show. Hell of a show. Guy can make a, a nuclear bomb out of trident bubble gum yeah. and a broom handle dude he, that was that was something else now you want to talk now the, here's talking about movies Ooh. just in general going to the movies in the 90s was sweet oh for sure a lot of making out probably <laughs> I, you know and i we we talked about this before uh Vigiano. the best movie i ever saw in the theaters was Jurassic Park and that came out in the 90s 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I was said I was very jealous. I wish Dude, I would have seen, seen that one in the theater. I seen some real doozies in the movie theater in my day. Obviously, I'm five years older than me, so I had a little bit of a head start on seeing some, you know, theater flicks and you know, heavy making out stuff. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what the movie theater was for. For sure, hundred percent. You weren't. <laughs> you, you probably what I would think is you go to the movie, you saw that movie once, then you bring the girl. The second time, you don't got to watch it because you already saw it. Or you just go to, you see what any movie you can just for the making out factor. Like, I think, I saw Poetic Justice in a movie theater. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) The old old dick in the popcorn trick. You're an idiot. (laughs) Actually, speaking of, Mike, now that you said that, I, uh, the first movie I brought, I made out to was uh, Stepmom. Stepmom? Julia Roberts? <laughs> Julia Roberts and uh, wow. what's her face? Uh, Renee, Susan uh, Sarandon. Renee, uh, Susan Sarandon. Yeah, yeah sure, Susan sure, Sarandon. sure. <laughs> I actually yeah. still have the movie. Uh, I still have the movie stub, the ticket stub. How about I that? Mean, American Pie was 99 and so was Boondock Saints. 99 was a hot year. That's where I graduated high school. Well, I'm going to always just, remember... Uh, American Pie, I'm always going to remember in 99 because there's a scene where Kevin's getting ready and he's got the class of 99 sticker on his uh, mirror. So I'm always going to remember that movie being made in 99. Yeah, that was like, but that was also like the start then of like real teen comedies. Yeah, all those. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to, you know, I'd like to backtrack here. I want to talk about the movie selection. Ooh, stepmom. I mean, it doesn't really get much more depressing or somber yeah. in a movie. Than, but I, I guess if you're just going for the making out factor, then yeah. Correct. Whose oh, idea yeah. was it yeah. to turn on Stepmom? Could not, could not tell you actually anything about that movie. Who picked it? Uh, I did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That is so bad. That yeah. is fantastic. I, I did, yeah. Well, you know, I. it was like the only, I think it was the only movie out at the time that made sense to go see with a girl. Oh, so you saw it in the movie theater? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. See, I thought you turned it on like TV or something. You no, no, dude. Oh. What did you? You're making out a bunch around a bunch of grandmas and. Hey, uh, we were in the back, dude. Relax. <laughs> I mean, this is so. This goes, you know, ninety nine is in the, the end of almost the end of a, a decade. There, right. a lot of really, really good movies. Really good in, movies. American Beauty, The Matrix, Sixth Sense. Uh, Blair Witch, dude. Oh, I fell asleep during that movie on the black box. Really? The Green Mile. So Green Mile was good. Sunday. Here's a good story about Blair Witch. I think it came out, we had all graduated high school, and I don't know what I can and can't say on this show, <laughs> but we all took handfuls of mushrooms. Oh, you can talk about s- drugs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know why the movie really emphasized me, but I, I, I do now because we are all on hallucinogens <laughs> while watching this handheld horror movie in the theater. Correct. I don't think anybody was ever right for oh, no. months after that. I mean, that, that fucked that a movie lot was, of people up. If you watch that movie now, that movie's trash. Horrible. Yeah, I don't think I've Horrible. seen it since 99. It it's probably it's ruined my life. Good. 
it's like it it, it really it, it gets you like nauseous because mm-hmm. it's just the, the camera like it looks like someone put a camera on a string and is just throwing it around it, there's a style for it it's called found footage and it's not good not no it's good. not good not good not good and then they made the second one and the second one was absolute dog shit never seen it oh just it, it was just bad i mean i'll give them credit though they uh they knocked it out of the park when it comes to making money off of that movie. For sure. For sure. That that's what started all like the paranormal activities and all that stuff. And they made a shitload of money off of those. Yep. So, so. for I don't know, does this fall into the were you a Jinko's guy, Cerrone? No, no. For I sure he no. was. I think No, you know who was a was. Janko's guy? I believe Fuller was a Janko's guy. Oh, I can believe that. Fuller and uh Fish. Fishbowl was a, a Janko guy. I still think I can Fishbowl see Fishbowl being Jankos. a Janko. What? I can see him being Janko's. Yeah. <laughs> or you, you had Janko's, didn't you? Who me? Yeah. Fuck no, dude. My mom no? would kill me if she wouldn't let me. My mom would never allow me to wear like any sort of baggy pants. Really? Yeah. yeah I couldn't was, either. It was nope. terrible. You, you didn't know. have any. You didn't have any cool jeans, huh? No, I had no cool jeans. <laughs> no. So I used to have to steal my brother's jeans because <laughs> my jeans were like they were almost like painted on. They were so fucking tight. And really? They were oh, so you started that. You started the tight jeans movement. Is that I don't what know. you're trying to tell us? No. Well, I never wore. Them. <laughs> I'd wear them out the door, and then I would like steal a pair of my brother's jeans, so I'd have something that you know, was a little bit more loose fitting. And then, but then it was about getting these pants back in the house. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. That's a challenge right there. So, you know, I would be at the back, back, you know, I'd be looking through the patio door and everybody would be in the kitchen. There's no way I'd be able to get in the house. So I'd have to, you know, uh, go in the garage, do a wardrobe change, put the tight pants back on, <laughs> and ultimately never was able to get the jeans back into the house. So this <laughs> this developed into like kids got a wardrobe a, in the garage. <laughs> but my brother was missing all his jeans. So he's like, dude, what the fuck happened to all my jeans? And they were all like a, a parent one day my stash got stumbled upon and they were like <laughs> Eight pairs of jeans just like shoved away. <laughs> it wasn't a stash of porn or anything like no, that. It was a stash no, of jeans. my brother's clothes, and it was. <laughs> I had to come. I had to come clean. You know, it was. Sorry, you know, <laughs> tell my mom that. I'm surprised your mom wouldn't let you wear baggy jeans, and she wanted you to wear tight fitting jeans. It was. It wasn't. You know, my mom's an off the boat dago, so <laughs> you know, she'd take me to the store, and she'd be like, "Oh, those look great on me." You know, I mean. You can see my baby version of a, you know, a division sign you know, in my pants because the <laughs> fucking pants are so tight, you know. <laughs> and we're talking 1994. I'm hitting my teen years. Jinkos are out. Oh, those are at peak, dude. Yeah. You know, people are wearing baggy shit. So, like. Oh, for sure. What jeans mama liked. I mean, you got to break away from that. And yeah, of course. <laughs> I didn't of have course. that kind of account control in my house. So, so, so let's get into let's get into talking about the clothes. Then, did oh, you man. did she let you have Zubas at least? Well, that's eighties, isn't that? Yeah, no. it's, well, it's 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 a mix of both. No. I definitely had Zubas. See, I definitely had Zubas. You had uh, see, I feel the Zub- Zubas was more nineties. That's when it started getting real, like. 
I th- I thought like around like ninety nine from like ninety to ninety two was when Zuba's hit like its stride. I definitely had a pair in like second grade. So according to yeah, Google, second they're, grade would be like to Google, they're early nineties. Yeah. yeah, early nineties. Early nineties, I think, is when Zuba's really hit its stride. Like everybody was wearing them. And I think about the hypocrisy and or the you know the the amount of contradicting that went on in my house. You know, like I was able to wear starter jackets. Which were a big gang thing, yeah. Apparently, oh, huge gang thing. Zubas, but no baggy <laughs> pants. <laughs> See, that's crazy. Well, that's crazy. And it's not a good look. Like, so everybody had to pull over kangaroo pouch uh-huh. starter jacket for sure. Know? Yeah, uh, mine was a black Miami Hurricanes. Oh, which... you had the Miami Hurricanes. Wow, I did. Wow. I did. Wow. Now those jackets were they're loose fitted. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you can't wear these with fucking tight pants. <laughs> well, the that crew, would be the look nowadays. It's well nowadays, 100%. Yes. But not not back then. Back then you look like a weirdo. Weirdo, dude. <laughs> weirdo. weirdo. So hence I had to parlay into stealing some looser fitting jeans. <laughs> of course. Hey, you guys it's all about checks and balances, man. Right. So right. you had a Miami Hurricanes one, huh? The black one? I did. See, I that, remember someone it, what, had a Did it have the U on the back, or did it have that I, the ibis, the 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 crane on the back? It had the crane on the back. Oh, wow. it had the crane awesome. on the back. That's um, I I'm kind of embarrassed. I don't think it was a. No, it wasn't a pullover one. I definitely had a Dallas Cowboys jacket. Everybody, oh, you did. Dude, you at least knew one friend that had a Cowboys jacket. Oh, for I, sure. that was me. That was me. That was me. <laughs> you, what did you have, Vigiano? I had a dude. To this day, I wish I never even gave it up because it got shredded. Oh, for, but for this sure. one for I me still was wish I had peak. mine. Dude, I had a teal green and gold Jacksonville Jaguars one. Oh, wow. yeah. That was, that was one because they had just come out then. Dude, right? it was the year they came because they yeah. came into the league in 96. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh, that's fire. Dude, just, it, fit me, it fit me up until freshman year of high school. I just found this jacket on Poshmark right now, the Miami Hurricanes. I might have to pull the trigger, dude. <laughs> Poshmark's a hot place to buy old stuff. 150 bones, dude. Not bad. Hey, Not you bad, might have dude. to pull the trigger. You, hey, I'm, I just, you know what I bought lat two years ago? I bought um, <coughs> a large. It was a large. I still got it at my parents' house. It's a large Cleveland Browns starter pullover. Really? I'm gonna put it on eBay one day, dude. They were selling for like 300 bills. Yeah, there you can you can make a lot of money off of those now and if you Cleveland, had kept them. Cleveland fans are psychopaths; they'll pay yeah. for it. <laughs> I had I, I, mine was pretty standard. I had a Chicago Bulls one with the it was the black one with the bulls on the back, or the bull on the bad. back. That's not. I mean, no, you can't go wrong great. with that. It was a but great you could, you, dude. Yeah. There was I, even though it was simple here in Chicago, it was it was still in it was still a play. You could sure. easily do that one yeah my and and my sister had the she was a big mugsy bogues fan tell me she had a charlotte hornets she had the 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 teal charlotte hornets wow yeah that i definitely was. had some hornets gear yeah oh, hornets gear. grandmama yeah. grandma charlotte gear Everybody do you guys remember the the like the mesh reversible basketball jerseys i oh. have four of them in my closet the champion Bullshit. jerseys were they champions? Yeah. yeah. You, or you're you're talking about the mesh ones or the, yeah, the reverse. I never had a reversible one. I always had the champion jerseys. I had all of them. 
I like had, you could go, oh, you could go white up. bowls, you could go red bowls. Yes, I, I know which ones are. The, they were starter. They were starter. No, they, no, the champion jerseys were the big ones. In champion, the 90s. champion ones were the name with the names on the back. He's talking about the plain ones. Oh, the plain ones. Okay, okay. I've got. Let's see. I've got, Mike. I'm not kidding. I got an Atlanta Hawks. The the starter one. No, the champion one. Oh, the champion! I still, yeah, I, I got, a, I got a Charlotte Hornet black and uh, Charlotte Hornet black and teal, a <laughs> Atlanta Hawks Dominique Wilkins red and white, and a Washington wow. Wizards black and white. You still have all of those? Oh yeah, they're hanging in my closet right now. But they don't fit you, do they? Oh no, I got them off eBay, dude. Oh, okay, so they still, yeah. See, I have a ton of like I have uh, an old school Dennis Rodman one, the Jordan forty five. A BJ Armstrong. What was the first jersey you ever got? Kerr. The first jersey I had ever had. Was, yeah, <laughs> this is so. I don't know why, but I had a Nick Van Axel Lakers start, uh, <laughs> <Wow. Kansas> jersey. <laughs> How <laughs> random is that? <laughs> wow. It I was, mean, I thought was, I had a I remember, random one. I, there were first... three of them because I got them all for Christmas. It was a Nick Van Axel. It was a a Jason Kidd Dallas old school Dallas wow. Mavericks jersey. And then I believe what was the last one? Shit. I think it was a Penny Hardaway was the other one. Wow, my first one was a Horace Grant. Oh yeah. I don't think I ever had I mean I didn't play a lot of basketball, you know. I was uh kind of vertically challenged, so my <laughs> my career went out the window like early on. I'm not sure if I really had any basketball jerseys. I also had a you had dude, football jerseys though. I right? had a football jersey. Yeah. Not really. No, Not really. No. I no. have the I had the most random jersey you could ever think of, dude. With football? Oh yeah. Tommy Waddle. Not nope. Not my starter jacket. I had a Tony Baselli offensive wow. lineman Jacksonville Jaguars jersey. <laughs> you were a Jaguars fan, I, huh? dude. They were. A, it was a hot team. They were new into the yeah. league. What the hell? It was cool. Do, do you do you know does Oggs know that you're who you who you root for in baseball? Uh he might. I don't I, think I, he does. I'm a Mariners fan. I look, look, my favorite baseball player of all time. Well, he's in my he's on my uh again to cite Mount Rushmore, Griff. I mean uh, Junior Junior's my yeah, guy. So. That's, that's Vigiano's favorite player of all time. All, uh, he's my he's probably my favorite athlete of all time. Yeah. Like yes, we got Jordan and we got and because my favorite athlete, dude, talk nineties, man. The two guys for me that were nineties personified was the kid and Shaq. <laughs> I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Uh, I met I met Griffey, you know, five or six years ago. And it's one of the only times I've ever been starstruck. Dude, where? Uh, Pinehurst Golf Course. Come on. <laughs> oh, was my God. The, hey. Wait, was he on the mar- or uh, the sock? No, no, no. No, he was retired. He yeah, was he's just already retired. Uh, he was retired. Good dude. Actually, so it's funny. We're, <laughs> I'm walking around the pro shop, and I, I know he's on the property. I see him, and I'm like, all right. Don't be the fanboy. Don't be asking for autographs. He so looks tough to do with him with me. Fuck. Well, he kind of <laughs> looks pissed off, too. So I don't know if he's, like, looking to, you know, I don't know if he had a shit round or what it was. Looking to get out of there, whatever the case may be. Now, let me paint a picture for you. We're at Pinehurst. Payne Stewart. 
I'm dressed like a complete jerk off. I've got that's the, my boy. I've that's got the, my boy. I've got the knickers on, <laughs> the plaid socks, you know, the fucking old school golf hat, and he's just like kind of eyeballing me. I'm like, you know what, dude? I'm just not gonna even say anything to him. So, being the good son-in-law I am, I'm buying a you know a nice some memory, you know, some Pinehurst shit for my father-in-law. Sure. And uh, Griffey overhears that I'm buying stuff for uh, my father-in-law. And he's like, dude, you're buying stuff for your in-laws? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I kind of get to go on these trips. I don't get any shit for it. And he's like, I fucking hate my in-laws. I'm like, like, all right, man. So then he just starts, like, bullshitting with me. And he just gave me my opening. So I'm like, dude, I ain't going to ask you to sign anything. I'm like, but... I got to take a picture with you. And he's like, I ain't taking a picture with you if you're going to be dressed like that. Come on. <laughs> he did and not I, say that. He 100%. And I just, I was speechless. And he's like, no, no, no. Get over it. I'll take a picture with you. So he actually turned out to be a pretty awesome guy. That's oh, actually, that's dude, actually hilarious. Like him, so he said that to you. I, all right. So we have to go away from the 90s for a second. And Oggs, speaking of golf stories with stars, you have to tell your Ray Lewis story. <laughs> uh, that's oh, a good one. Oh, my God. Huh? You met Ray Lewis? He called Dude, uh, Not only did I meet, I, <laughs> I made Ray Lewis speechless. Come on. <laughs> so. <laughs> this is great. All for right, a couple Ray, years, <laughs> I used to play in this uh, Bo Jackson charity golf outing down in Because he lives in Illinois. I don't think so. He used to. I know he used to. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Bo Jackson has this golf outing and he has a bunch of, you know, <laughs> B-level athletes there. And then there's usually like one big star. So sure. you show up, there's, you know, you see fucking Tommy Harris and Johnny Knox and, you know, Eddie George is walking around. But the big guy at the outing this year was Ray Lewis. So my foursome <laughs> was me and three collegiate hockey players from Notre Dame. And, you know, you always get a fifth guy. The fifth guy is your celebrity. Okay. Well, our fifth guy was some linebacker from the Raiders in the 80s. I've never even heard of the guy. <laughs> nice dude. But oh, how old was I? I was probably in my early 30s. I, maybe late 20s. I don't even know. We'll just say early 30s. And I'm with these three 21-year-old college hockey players. And we are just getting fucking bombed <laughs> dude hockey players are a different breed shotgunning beers bombed. doing beer bongs like, <laughs> and these dudes are hitting the ball a country mile they're like awesome <laughs> and i'm like i'm ripping them like five fairways over so whatever we come in we finish 18 and nobody can speak you know speak english we're playing beer pong inside of the uh in the clubhouse and I look outside and I see Ray Lewis out there holding court with all these, you know, low level NFL players. And at the time I was, you know, I was with my partner that I worked with at the board of trade and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go fucking say hi to Ray. And he's like, <laughs> he, he's like, dude, uh, I would just leave it alone. You're like, like, dude, Ray's going to love me, you know? So I walk up and I just part the seas. I just walk right in the middle of circle. I take a step forward. I put my hand out 
And as I shake Ray's hand, all you hear is the loudest crunch. <laughs> and he looks at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, what's your problem? And he's like, you just stepped on my $500 pair of sunglasses. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, not only did I step on these things, but I like smushed them like a bug. I mean, these things were <laughs> obliterated. <laughs> And I look at him, and I'm, and I'm kind of speechless for a second, but I'm I'm fucked. I'm like, you know what, Ray? Good thing you can afford a new pair. And I just <laughs> walk out of the circle. <laughs> and I don't know what happened, but my partner looked at me and goes, dude, those guys were looking around and wondering what the fuck just happened. Get this the fuck out of here. Five foot nothing white kid just walked in the middle of the circle and destroyed... Ray Lewis's, you know, <laughs> Maui Jim sunglasses or whatever. Ah, you can afford another one. Right. Wow. So I like oh. to think that Ray Lewis will always remember who I am. <laughs> you know what, dude? You are actually 1,000% right. Like, you, re- you remember shit like that no matter how old you are and how big you get. I remember somebody's going to talk about stepped on yeah. my sunglasses and look me in the <laughs> eyes. And basically said, go buy a new pair. <laughs> Let the money go buy a new pair. The and next morning, on. I'm like, this dude would have beat the absolute fuck out of me. Maybe even killed me. I mean, I don't, you know, Holy he does have a history. <laughs> that he does. Oh, my God. That, that's fantastic. Wow. <laughs> I knew you would appreciate that one, did you? That is outstanding. We had that to get is away a top from... five story of all time. Did Ray Lewis start his career in the 90s, though? He was drafted in 96. Well, there you go. So, hey, we're bringing Come it back. Circle. Actually, full circle. he was on Miami when I owned the starter team. There you go. Yeah. Wow. So, me and Ray are always going to be linked together for the rest <laughs> of my life. <laughs> Oh my God! Absolutely, God, that is wow. That is, whew, that's a hell of a story. It's great. Yeah, we. I had to when he talked about the kid at uh, at Pinehurst. I had to have him tell the Ray Lewis story. No, that's that's oh. a that's an incredible story. Absolutely fantastic. I just try to leave my mark on as many people as I humanly possible in one way or another. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate it because it makes for great stories. Oh, sure, right. absolutely. Wow, that's, that's those are two incredible stories. Oh, Whoosh. incredible! Smush the fuck out of those glasses. <laughs> so, how about so? What wow. one of the facts that I found out online about uh, the '90s was that at its peak, 61 million people had pagers. Did you guys ever have a pager? I stole 100%. a pager. Hundred <laughs> percent. I well, I had a pager in the seventh grade. <laughs> Why I needed a pager? It was like one of those like clear like Boggs was Bravo your Express. Mine had a, the, it was a clear blue one kind of thing. So was yours the one that came out of the clip? Uh no, the clip was on the back, and it it would it would just clip to your pants. But yeah, it was like, but do you remember? Blue. So I had one. It was uh, called a Bravo Plus, a Motorola <laughs> Bravo Plus. Mine was, was Motorola clear. as well. <laughs> it was clear, but this was the one that slid out of the yeah. case. So you could like pick it up and look at it to see who was calling you. You can, you could, you could take the thing off the clip and just put it in your pocket. But 
in the beginning, like my mom was adamant about no pagers. It was, you know, and, and, and you wore them like the way you wore them, you just had the clip hanging out of your pocket. Yeah. Well, so no, just I, I was in seventh was grade. I was a fucking dork. I had it hanging right off of my pants. <laughs> like the whole pager part? The whole pager. Yeah. I had See, the, no, yeah, that was... the The pager was hanging out. But like getting how the nerds want. Shirt. This is this is the same kid that brought all of his books to every class at Notre Dame. <laughs> I said it for a long time that Cerrone was probably always a candidate for getting booked in high school. Dude, it was relentless <laughs> with this kid. See, but that was the thing though. Like it was it was actually kind of funny because like I was I was the I went around and collected the attendance at Notre Dame. What so nerd. I never got I never I never got uh tardy or anything. But it doesn't matter, dude. You were you you're you're what? Five, I didn't like going eight, back to my I didn't books, go I didn't like going back to my locker. You couldn't see you walking down the hallway. How'd you see over <laughs> that stack no of way, dude? I would take like three or four classes and like Mirafino or D Piazza or one of you idiots would try and come by. The one would would pull my arms out, my books would fall, and the other one would kick my books down the hallway. <laughs> the best. The absolute best. The best. Oh, yeah. it was, dude, it, like, it was encouraged. Like, I would tell the kids, like, freshmen, I'd be like, go get this kid. Please. <laughs> Please book this And kid. then I'd walk into, like, Selber, she'd be like, where are you at? I'd be like, they fucking booked me, dude. Where do you think I was at? <laughs> oh, he but definitely. Anyway, and you yeah. wore the pager on the outside. You are a dork. Well, I mean that the that only was one like, paging me was my mom or like my girlfriend at the time. Girlfriend. Ah, don't even start. I had a girlfriend at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only stole a, a pager. I never had one. You had to pay a bill, right? Yeah, like my mom paid pager. For me. Okay, so <laughs> I had to get around the whole having a beeper, you know. So I obviously couldn't have a bill. So I got my first pager <laughs> from the auto show. It was called, it was called a, it was called a freedom pager. Wow. See, yeah, you, see, you were older in the nineties. So like you had more of like, a, I, I feel like you had more, ours was more like adolescent kind of thing. Yours, you were older. So you teen. had more of a teen, like an older wow. teen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but st- I mean, they came out when I was, I, I guess, maybe like eighth grade, maybe freshman year, and but it was just banned. Like every excuse I tried to use, like, look, you can you can get a hold of me if you need me. She's like, I'll find you if I fucking need you. you know? <laughs> I'll find you. <laughs> so the thing about the pager I had was whoever paged me got charged 25 cents <laughs> on their phone bill. Oh my god. <laughs> so I had my friends parents were like fucking pissed because you know they look at their phone bill and they got like, you know, $20 with the charges for paging me. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is good for you. Yeah, you know. That is a snake move, and I I encourage it. I'm all about it was, snake moves. It, I mean, obviously, you didn't have cell phones back then. So, like, I mean, you could – if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, then, yeah, you could page them. It was like – the thought was there, but it was just so fucking dumb, you know? Pagers were stupid. It's so so stupid because then you had to find a phone and then call them. Pay phone. They, you had to find a pay phone. Well, yeah. Or you, you were at somebody's house. You use their phone. You call the other person. 
and maybe they're gone already, you know? Let's they're not gone. forget about the codes that came with the pages. Oh, yeah. One, four, three. Nine, yeah. one, one. Yeah. 69. <laughs> yeah. 69, you know, yeah. you, you yeah. know it was me. <laughs> <laughs> that was my code along with everybody else's. You didn't you, you didn't have, uh, what was it, 8008S or a 5? Oh, oops. <laughs> Boops. Yep. <laughs> always a good one. Always a good one. Always a good one. Yeah, but they're so. It was so dumb. You know, they they could have just skipped the step and went right to cell phones. I mean, cell phones were around then, but they just weren't popular. Yeah, but they weren't like the thing. Like, I mean, it was they weren't a the brick. thing to have either. That's that you couldn't carry true. a cell phone in your pocket like that. It was like Correct. a brick at that time. Well, that was more eighties, I think, with the brick phones. I remember my first cell phone. It was Primeco, and wow. it was. Yeah, it, I mean, it wasn't a brick. It had a little. Uh, it had a little pink like uh, antenna alien looking thing. Yeah, oh, mine there was, you go. Mine was singular, and it like flipped down. Oh, yeah, man. there was definitely flipped. This thing was thick, but I'll never forget the first color screen phone that came out. Uh, it was the Nextel. Yeah, the Nextels. Wow. So, you know who are big Nextel guys, Vigiano? Who? You know who. Oh, the Coladas. Oh, the Coladas were huge Nextel. Yeah, oh, <laughs> shout out Vinny. Shout out Vinny. Yep, v- shout out Vinny. Shout out Dill. Shout out Dill. Shout out um, Dill. Uh, yeah, uh, they yeah. were huge into that. Holy they, smokes. I think they may still have Nextel. They probably do. <laughs> that walkie-talkie gets you in some trouble sometimes. That walkie-talkie oh, yeah. definitely gets you in some trouble sometimes. That was like the big thing, though, because like if you had the walkie-talkie, the Nextels, you could walkie-talkie somebody else for free. Yes. Sure. Because sure. because remember back in the day, there was no unlimited text messages or at no, no unlimited talking. You had to wait until nine, nine o'clock. o'clock, nine o'clock for free nights and weekends yeah. <laughs> to call. Yeah, that's right. You wanted, yeah, it was, but it was cool to do it for the next house. You had that little chirp. Yeah, the chirp. Yeah. What a stupid fucking idea, though. Free nights and weekends. I mean, yeah. But they, they, it was yeah. stupid. Yeah, stupid. You're right. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, well, I mean, I guess we should finish it off by talking about music. And, and this is another area of Og's expertise as well. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that. Og's is a good, big time music guy. So maybe I, a little different a, than ours. I loved the 90s music, man. All the best. The 90s ran through a lot of shit, man. Well, I, mean, I, I saw something the other day. And it was like in like 44 days in the 90s, like there was like a span of 44 days where like seven different albums came out. It was like Metallica, uh, Pearl Jam, Red Hot Chili Peppers, uh, Nirvana, like all of those different bands. They all released like their best albums all in the span of I, I think it was like one was Nevermind. Is that 90? 91 or 92. Yeah. Like, so like 10, I think it was 10 by Pearl Jam. Uh, it was Nevermind. It was uh, Blood Sweat. Uh, blood, uh, blood Sugar Sweat Magic. Blood, yeah, Blood Sugar Sweat. Uh, and I'm going to say a real unpopular comment here. I think they're probably the most overrated band of all time. Chili Peppers? Chili Peppers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, wow. I don't agree Fuck with that. Fuck yeah. I Bass, love Flea is, Chili Peppers. Flea's probably one of the best bass players on the planet, but... That's about all you're gonna get from me. You don't think Frashanti's a good guitarist? 
I think he is. I just think the band stinks. <laughs> I don't think oh, they stink. Man. I don't think they stink. I just think they're overrated. There's a difference. I agree. There's a difference between stinking and being overrated. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's an opinion, but yes. The only time your opinion is wrong is when it's Cerrone's opinion. (laughs) Wholeheartedly (laughs) agree on that one. (laughs) (laughs) But the 90s were a hot time for music. Dude, you know what? All right. So 91 is the year. 91 is the year. Think of one. 90s song or when the 90s when people say 90s music what's the one song that comes to mind oof that's tough because i have one and it's off the wall stupid i have have one too <laughs> all right go on let, let, let's hear what it is macarena, <laughs> the macarena. mine's kind of right there dude that that whole uh, I went to, cd i went to uh <laughs> I went to Cancun after my senior year in 1999, <laughs> and all I fucking heard were two songs, and it was uh, closing uh, time. The, no, it was <laughs> "Live and Live Vida Loca." Wow! <laughs> and uh, what is it? The Vega Bus. Oh, the Vega Boys are coming. The Vega Boys, yeah, right. And boom, boom, boom was another one too. That was like. Hot Every jam. pool you went to, yeah, hot jams, dude, hot jams. You and it's who, not to say that the, uh, the music from the '90s wasn't good, but anytime anybody talks about music in the '90s, the first song that comes to my mind every single time is the Macarena. Really? See, I think mine is uh, anything by Labouche. <laughs> you are an idiot. <laughs> but you don't remember the old school roller skating parties when Labouche would come on and everybody? No, yeah. I mean, <laughs> those, those were hot. Those were hot times. Yep. You know, little sweet dreams of rhythm and dance. Wait, I mean, what? You're not wrong. <laughs> hmm? Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? Labouche, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Labouche? I don't think so. Labouche had like a couple so. of different songs. What was the other Labouche song? That you uh, I do. You, I that would true. I mean, I'd have to. I'd have to look that up. Actually, Labouche. <laughs> you don't know? You remember, remember Labouche? Oh, be my lover. Be my lover. Yeah, that was the other one. Yeah. Wanna be my lover? Wanna be? Was uh was was Night at the Roxbury? Was that had that Hadaway song is. From the 90s, too, isn't it? I think it? that's oh, 90s. Of course yeah. it's the 90s. <laughs> like, what kind of statement was that? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm just saying. I wanted to be right. I don't want to sound like an idiot. I'm, that that time has come and gone. You already do. But to think <laughs> that that's I think awesome. our 90s were way better than uh, Cerrone's 90s. Absolutely. <laughs> what Holy a, so, smoke. So you were talking, Oggs, you were talking about 91. As the best year for music, right? I didn't say it's the best year, but that was the kick. I mean, that's never mind. That's yeah, uh, ten. Yeah, REM had a good album. That was when like grunge, grunge, and like all those pretty much started, like getting like mainstream and kind of like hot like that. Oh yeah, the Metallica Black album was 91. yeah, the Metallica Black yeah. Was that in ninety one, dude? They were all they were wow. all put out within like a month and a half of each other too. Man, what a time! What a time for music. See, then. see, ninety nine was a good year too. Ninety nine was a great year because of Woodstock ninety nine. Man, well, remember they had like you had like Limp Biscuit, you had uh, you had 
third eye, that third eye blind CD it was third eye blind was was very good. The Blink CD came out that year too, didn't it? Enema of the State. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That was a hot. Ninety nine was a hot year. The nineties were. I, I I've always said it, and I I will. I'll die on this hill. I love eighties music, but nineties I just thought were better. Yeah, you right. I, I mean, it had... would tough. It would be tough for me to uh... see. I'm a '94 man myself. Lot of really good albums in '94. I was a '97 guy. I mean, Soundgarden. Yeah, Soundgarden's big album, Nine Inch Nails, uh, Ill Communication. Wow, Green Day, Dookie, Vitalogy. Ooh. I mean, 94 is a Weezer. Wow. 94 is a hot year, dude. See, for me now, 97, the reason 97 resonates for me is there's one song that came out and you couldn't escape it in the summer. Or two songs, excuse me. Two songs in the summer you could not escape. And I think I might be wrong on one of them, but I'm pretty sure. It was uh, Fly from Sugar Ray. Oh, yeah, that was a hot jam. And I don't want to miss a thing, Aerosmith. <laughs> wow. You could wow. not escape those two songs, and I didn't hate it at all. And this is going to sound pretty, like, uh, pretty, uh, I'm going to say, I, I don't want to, a little. Uh, Just say it. Just flamboyant. Say it. The, Alanis Morissette, uh, Jack. Alanis Morissette slaps, dude. I'm was, just gonna say it, ah, dude. <laughs> I'll say it right now. <laughs> Me and Phil were talking about it the other day. Alanis Hot Morissette TV. put out, she cranked out jams, jams. Yeah, no, I mean, I'll, I'll get behind that. I'll get yeah. behind that. Yeah, it's definitely not. It's definitely not the first uh, CD that's getting tossed on. But oh yeah, no, I mean, no, no. But if it comes on. I'm not. I'm not hitting skip. I'm not hitting next. <laughs> I don't think you've ever hit next in your life. So. No, dude, I'm a. I will listen to almost anything at least once. I will give everything a, a try for music at least once, man. But Alanis Morissette, come on. You had some good rap albums too in the '90s. Oh, dude. Tupac and Biggie and uh, Snoop had Dr. Dre. Listen, had a bunch of when you guys get a chance, you need to look up 1994 albums. I just, I just, I just googled it, and it's, it's pretty insane. Ready right. to die came out for you, rap guys. Ready to die. I mean, there's Soundgarden, Temple Nine Inch Nails, Oasis, Wow, Stone Temple Pilots, yeah. Bush. Huh, Bush. Can we talk DC about Bush? Boys. Bush. Bush. The Un- Sixteen Stone. I had that. Ooh, sure. Green Day. Do- Dookie came out in '94, huh? Yeah, Welcome to and- the conversation. We just mentioned that. <laughs> Nirvana Unplugged? That's what I was just going to say. Wow. Man, uh, they yeah. really did. For all you Courtney Love fans, whole. Whole, yeah, yeah. Wow. There live? is. Live? Ow. Man, you weren't kidding. 94. Oh, that, that, live album, all that, that live album was money. So, you know, now I'm starting to, you know, get Ooh, a little theory Bush going here. Out, because Boys the Men, Bush. Dude, are you paying attention? We're not. We covered all this. We covered He's all not. this. Bro. What about Smash by the, the Offspring? That's a hot. That's, that's a, a good album. Hot, hot album. I. That's one of my favorite albums. I think too. Is that Ooh. the original album? Mm, I don't think that that was their first album, but that's what got them on the map. 
like uh, bad habit and uh, self-esteem and all and that. Is it? Yeah, I think that's what that's what put him on the map. Okay. Yeah, the nineties. You you can't beat the nineties music. We grew up in one of the greatest. The transition from the eighties to the nineties to the two thousands for us was awesome. It was awesome. Oh yeah, because I agree. uh, Like. I, and and I I don't care what you say. They brought like the boy bands and like Britney Spears and all that stuff. Bring it, bring it. I have, and bring I still it. Still got all my CDs in my car, dude. And I being a little kid, being like a a, a a freshman eighth grader going into the nineties with all those like chick bands that came out. Woo, woo. Like like Spice Girls. Yeah, dude, give me yes. Spice World all day. It's a good, it's Spice Up Your Life is a pretty damn good song. <laughs> I, mean, I, you know, like the thing I didn't like, what I did to myself in the 90s was I acted tough and didn't like those songs out in public. But in private, dude, you couldn't stop me from dancing to that. Song. Oh, shit. Baby One More Time came out in 99. 99, Ooh. bro. Yeah. Senior year of high school. Wow. What a time. What a time for that song to come out for you. That is actually awesome. I mean, 99 was. Oh, 99 is a good year, too. Yeah. 2001. Dr. Dre. Slim Shady LP. Millennium by the Backstreet Boys. Banger. Missy Elliott. Oof. 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 Incubus. That was a good one, too. Smash Mouth. Like them or not. That was a good one. Kind of trash, but you know, yeah, about the greatest, the greatest uh, uh, county fair band of all time. Slipknot had a really good CD that came out. You just lost me there. You don't like Slipknot? <laughs> no, I mean, I when don't think you, I listened. When did you get into like, uh, like uh, Fish and like the Grateful Dead and all that? Was that later uh, on or was that right away? No, that was the 90s. Was I mean, it? I, I went and saw the last grateful dead shows in i was 15 14 15 years old oh yeah randomly rolling into soldier field so uh no i mean my my 90s music collection was real real eclectic you know we're talking about both ends of the spectrum i'm Mm -hmm. listening to the dead and then you know and then i got an older brother i'm listening to a lot of his shit too like we like i said dude here's another thing about the 90s the 90s had Hip hop, R&B, rap, country, rock and roll, uh, pop. Like now, music oh, yeah. is just like the same. It's all under like one category. Trash. Mm, true. <laughs> like you had how many different dials dials on your radio for different music? You had good country too. Like Garth Brooks was killing it in the nineties. Yeah. The one thing. The one thing I did. I saw a video about. I think it might have fallen to the nineties. Is recording your voicemail oh. on your your greeting on your cell phone. Oh, you know, playing oh, yeah. a little bit, playing a little bit of the song, giving your greeting, and then finishing the greeting off with the rest of the song. With the rest of know? the song, and you had to time it out perfectly. You know, it was <laughs> there were a lot of there were a lot of takes that came into play when you did. You know, you recorded your greeting. Oh, for sure. But early, I had early nineties. So, I mean. Too. It's, it's two thousands for us, but I did that with the ludicrous album for uh, word of mouth when he says the royal penis is clean, your highness. Thank you, <laughs> king shit. <laughs> that, dude, I, that's probably my favorite song on that album. Mine was uh, 
<laughs> what was my my greeting was from ill communication it was the um the little segment where it breaks from the music and a guy says if i knew it was going to be this kind of party i'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes, mashed potatoes. <laughs> that was the greeting on my board <laughs> See, later on, my greeting was legit, though, huh, Vigiano? What was it? You have reached the phony of oh, you're, you're an Cerrone. <laughs> please, please, please leave a message after the Tony. <laughs> I do remember that. That was wow. fantastic. Wow. Uh, I mean, every Those once in a while, days, like a blind squirrel finding a nut, you actually if, do something pretty if good. If you wanted to listen to, like, a song, too, that was like, like Napster came out later on, but... Like you would listen to like the Q101 top 10 and then wait till that song came on and then record it onto a tape off of your boom box. Dude, sure. Oh, give me the top nine at nine with the top cassette nine at tape nine. going. Yeah. Yep. And give me my N64 playing Goldeneye while I'm listening to the top. Oh, nine we didn't nine. even we didn't even get into the N64 and video games, dude. Oh, dude. You guys, I'm not sure if you guys have any. I mean, considering I'm five years older than you, there was uh there was some drug use that went on with uh, <laughs> our Nintendo 64, you know. <laughs> Actually, Cerrone, yeah. you'll appreciate this. It usually consisted of a group of people, a double party pan from Buffalo Joe's. Oh, wow. I appreciate that, too. <laughs> and oh. just, like, ripping bongs and playing... <laughs> playing N64 for fucking hours. Oh, Dude, I, I would give... Anything in the world to go back to that and just Dude. to be young again and just like, hey, we used to play, we used to go over to our to Fred's house and play Mario Party on N64 for six, seven hours a day, you know, just just idiots. But I mean, <sighs> so we it. did this, you know, we did this. We took, we got the original crew back together. And after, you know, Chuck passed away, God rest his soul. Yeah. We all got together and we just recreated the whole scene from 1997. Really? We got the the wings. We got the weed. And I still have my Nintendo 64 with Bond at my house currently. I still have it too. That's such a great, that's such a great, like. The the reaction time, not quite (laughs) what it was. As it was in 1997. You guys, you know, you're in the stack with grenade launchers or knives or whatever. And you just got guys just walking in circles, dude. Walking (laughs) on the walls. You know, one game took like a good 30, 40 minutes. When in 1997, the game would be over in like seven minutes. Quick on that trigger back then. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Used and abused. Proximity mines in the stack, dude. Oh yeah, it was it was over in ten minutes. I put I <laughs> always put the I was that guy. I put the proximity mines where everybody woke up. Yeah, <laughs> I right remembered on, where right every single, single place up. they woke up in the co- in in complex. I remembered where every single place they woke up. I'd always <laughs> toss them there. Oh man, so that's such a scumbag move. Absolutely, dude. I like two. There was uh, nothing you could do about it either. You woke up and you're dead, dude. <laughs> I, I, it was. It, I would purposely try to kill somebody, right? Or, or well, obviously, I would kill somebody. Then I would watch their screen after they died to see if I killed them again right away. <laughs> that was the only time I ever watched the screen. So were you were, on were, complex? I feel like there's 
two types of people. I feel like, I mean, regardless, both, we all played Mario Kart and Bond, but I feel like you were either a Mario Kart guy or a Bond guy. What would you guys pick? Bond, I would probably be a Bond, Bond guy. What? You said Bond, Bond all day. I'm Bond. Yeah, all I was day. Bond. I mean, I love yeah. Mario Kart, but I was Bond. I feel I, uh, Bond was Bond was just a, a, above and beyond, probably one of the best games ever made. And you know what? Unfortunately, because I have it, and if you guys haven't, <laughs> it does not stand the test of time. Really, I mean, but that's the thing, though. Like Mario Kart does. Mar- yes, but Bond. But you're, At the you're time, playing though, Call that of game Duty, was, you though. couldn't tell me any. That, that was the greatest game of all time. You couldn't tell me different. You're you're playing Call of Duty and you're seeing the graphic. You you have to look at it in the sense of what it was. Oh, that's you can't look saying. at it in the sense of that, what, like graphics wise. And because oh graphics- no no not even that. It's actually like controls and everything. It doesn't hold up. But it, at the time, that was the only thing we knew, and we made it work, and it was awesome. It was awesome. It was the it was the trendsetter. It was the <laughs> absolutely it was. Um, I I don't know. This conversation has got me really swaying my decision you know i i might be 90s all day over the 80s i mean 80s movies 80s movies could help over 90s but the 90s dude the 90s just gave us so much more like the 80s set the set the what like set the base and the 90s the table they set the table and you know what but we were well i was i was obviously a little bit older to actually experience the 90s more than the 80s Thinking about Bond, thinking about the music and Jinkos. I mean, <laughs> what a time to be alive. Well, so the clothes, yeah. I mean, yeah. because you can see it now. Like, people are bringing back the clothes, right? Dude, now. There's, a, there's a TikTok. Again, shout out TikTok. <laughs> Vanilla Ice just come, like, it just came up on my feed the other day. He goes, I just 90s. saw it yesterday, too. The, the greatest generation because of all everything, dude. You saw that one, right? Pre-2004, before phones became a thing. Yes, that's the video I'm talking about, dude. 100%. It is, it is probably the truest, Most accurate comment. statement I've ever heard. 100%, dude. Right? You have, oh, to, you have to send that to me. I didn't see that. Oh, I dude, I'll, yeah, that. I'll send it to you. Dude, that, yeah. Mike, that's awesome that you saw that. You know but exactly which one I'm talking about. I literally saw it yesterday, and I'm like, this guy is spot on. But that's like, the thing about the 90s was that, like, it was such a simpler time. Like nobody was on their phones. Everybody was there. And the fact that like, y- if you wanted to get a hold of your friend, it was, you had to call their house, you know, Dude, everything was How so many times simple. would you drive by your friend's house on the bikes and you'd see 38 bikes. You're like, Oh, that's where everybody's at. Today. Exactly. Yeah. And kids don't do that. Like, you, you, we were outside all the time, riding our bikes around, you know, just like, throwing snowballs at cars. That was the best. Oh, the best. Can I ask you a question? Have you had that happen to you as an adult? No, no I, I wanted not. to though, dude. But it is—I mean, I get it. I get <laughs> why drivers got so pissed off. It happened to me two winters ago. Come on, and it fucking scared the shit out of me. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. So there and was I'm like, out there okay, I get snowballs? it. Yeah, oh, I'm driving fantastic. down Milwaukee, like right by Tars. And I, dude, I just got oh, by a tar stick. Tar and still does it. I, I love it, dude. I love yeah. it. I got lit up by one of my own, by <laughs> by by a raider. <laughs> and I Did feel you... like I cheated them out of some chase because I just. Oh, you I kept laughed. going. I la- laughed and I kept going. Oh, oh man, see, the chase is the, the rush of you stopping. <laughs> dude, the chase is the best part of it. Wow. Ten minutes later, I immediately regretted the decision. <laughs> 
And oh. I said I should have done like a complete UE yeah. in the middle of Milwaukee and taken him through the neighborhood. We and I <laughs> fucked it up. Yeah, I we fucked still, it up. We still talk about chases to this day. Yeah. Like we we would stand 30 deep on like a corner and everybody would start throwing snowballs. And the last two were always Fullen and Campisi. <laughs> don't be don't be the slowest guy. Don't be the slowest guy. And the one time I remember there was 30 of us like right by Dan Tate's house. In Norwood Circle, this car comes by and 30 snowballs. I think everyone hit this car <laughs> and they were pissed and they came and at if us. And you were like, and, and if you was, were hiding out. No, we were, we, literally were all stand, we were all standing on the corner. So we would have like a car that would go past us going the other way so we could run and go into the alley and then scatter. So no, I'm saying after, after the chase, now well, you all was, scatter and you watch your buddy get caught. Oh, for sure. So you're like, what happened? you're sitting so, in the stands and you're watching like an adult with yes. your, with his, was, like his was, shirt up against the wall. <laughs> this was a guy. This was, this was, this was you driving down the street, probably around. I, he was probably a little younger. He was probably about, I would say probably like 29, 30. And we demolished this car. Everybody hit him and we all take off. And Campisi and Fulham, sure enough, for the last ones. And Campisi falls. <laughs> <laughs> And Fulham's like, ah, Damn. fuck you, dude. And he takes off. <laughs> thanks the for coming, pal. You know, thanks catches, for playing. Hey. The guy catches that, Campisi. <laughs> that's how friendships were made, dude. And, and the, guy goes, it, the, guy, the, the guy goes, the guy goes, you better tell your fucking friends to come back. Otherwise, I'm going to fuck you up. Then he goes, and Campisi's like, guys, come back. And we're all hiding. Oh, yeah. We're all hiding. That guy, guy, like, that guy needs to lighten up a little bit. We're in no, sixth that. grade. He punches Campisi in the stomach. Shut <laughs> up. I swear to God. And Campisi's like, oh, and like, and like, and he's like, you fuck you, dude. And he throws Campisi on the ground and like drives away. Get so the like, hell out. Like, he's like, we all start coming out. And Campisi's like, what the fuck, dude? Why didn't you guys come back? I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. See, I mean, that's. Don't get I, caught. That guy's a hand job. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's still a funny story. You, yeah, give, you give chase and you just move on. I mean, it's a snowball. It's a snowball. Yes. But it'll make your ass pucker up a little bit. When you oh. get hit, you're driving, you're doing 30, 40 miles an hour down Milwaukee, and you just get lit up with snowballs. <laughs> Dude, you will. It'll wake you up. It'll wake that's you a up. Great, that's a great toss, though. That oh, is 100%. a great toss. On to Milwaukee? Yeah, you got to lead it. Oh, That's you a got great it. toss. Right? I mean, literally right on the driver's side window. <laughs> I was wow, what a freaking. <laughs> Sign that kid up for a scholarship. <laughs> Ours kid, dude. What can I say? I'm, I'm kid's got an that, arm on him. I'm glad that somebody still, because the Julianas kids aren't doing that. Because I've, I've never seen or heard anybody get hit with a snowball in the, in the Edison Park area anymore. You ever hear? I don't hear about it. I don't know. You would think that enough of our friends drive around in that area that one person would get hit with a snowball. For sure. I don't I agree with that. that. It's sad. It's sad. It absolutely is sad. That's it. I would want my kids to go out, throw snowballs at cars. Do stuff. I bet you I bet you Tars kids are still doing it. Oh, for sure. Hillbillies. It's a whole different breed over there. Though. Let's take it easy. Well, I mean, we can't. <laughs> they, they, they kicked Cerrone out. You know, he just he was too square. No, I love too square. Willingly. Willingly. <laughs> too square. <laughs> I said, I'm out of here. <laughs> we had the writing on the wall. They were like this, you know, we got to get rid of this kid. He's probably going to be one of those guys who gets booked. You know. <laughs> not not Raider Nation enough. Hit the road, pal. <laughs> not Raider Nation enough. <laughs> 
Oh, what an idiot. That is actually, that's perfect right there. That is, that is him summed up right there. You know, that he, he came into camp, you know, he did his, uh, he did his whole NFL camp workout and, you know, we just looked at him. We're like, he don't got not, not going to cut it. You know, he sucked. <laughs> He's, not to, not to mention the, the hands on that kid. You oh. see those, you see those things, Vigiano? Dude, baby <laughs> hands? Oh my God. Those best hands are... in the conference, dude. Second best. It's best hands in the conference. With a mini, bad. with a mini ball, Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, he, this kid could, this kid could only catch a vortex. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even get into the toys of the nineties. Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, we, 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 we could always do more. Uh, we can another always bring episode. you back. Yeah. We'll split. We'll, we'll spill it over. We'll spill it over. We'll spill. Yes. We'll, yeah. Because, yeah, you're, I mean, there's just so much to talk about when it comes to it. was just a great decade. Great yeah. decade. Oh, yeah, 100% it was. Like I said, that the transition from being born in the 80s into the 90s was the greatest, like, gift our parents could have actually ever given us was being born when we were born. And then going into the 2000s. The 2000s oh. were a great time, too. That's what I'm, like, it was, and for you even, Mike, like, to be even just that five-year difference, it's almost like a world difference between from what we experienced and what you had. I am very glad that we grew up in an era that did not have social media or like Snapchat or anything like that because we would have all been fucked. I'd be in jail. <laughs> I'd be doomed. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. I'd probably yeah, be in I'd I, probably I, be in some sort of prison somewhere. Absolutely I would be. Because <laughs> social media, I mean the, the, the thing po- is, like, we do we stupid doing. shit because of social media. Yeah. And we're old. Imagine was- us doing stupid shit on, because of social media when we're young. Yeah. We think there are no consequences. Like 99, 2000 was like when Jackass started coming out. And look what happened when we filmed. Me and, that, what, that me and Dean would film it, on, it, it like <laughs> on video cameras. Imagine yeah. just being able to do it on your cell phone then. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It, just, it, it was a simpler time, and I'm very glad that we grew up in that time. Although I do wish sometimes we did have it back then because it would have been sweet to do some of the stuff. Just for a couple <laughs> pictures. There's just a couple Correct. of people, you know, that yeah, that you know, I, I still talk about this today that I wish I had a picture of. But I you know, am with you on that. For sure. They they don't wish the picture, they're glad the picture wasn't taken. I wish the picture <laughs> was taken. Yeah, Absolutely. obviously there's things that you wish you had, but like I mean, ah, uh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. For sure. For sure. <laughs> but in in terms of like the trouble that we would have gotten in with social media, I think that we lucked out big time. Oh, 100%. 100%. There's no way I'm at where I'm at right now if it was around then. <laughs> Sharona, you would have been victimized by social media. <laughs> hey, dude, the I definition of being bullied would have been that kid. kid. Huh? Yeah, right, dude. There would have been yeah right. I would have had I would have had a million a million chicks in my Snapchat. Just Not true. Oh my god, dude. Not true. Where are you at? What are you doing? <laughs> What's up with those? Send hands? me a picture. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like as like you're 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 a sophomore in high school. So, you know, with Snapchat, you don't think you're going to be sending dick pics out. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> You're getting a lot of trouble, dude. <laughs> oh boy, a lot of trouble. Absolutely. Yep. Just, just 
it, just being an idiot that you are in high school, you know, a lot of trouble. Are you talking in general or are you referring to Vigiano? Because I, I don't want I don't want you talking to my guy like that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. What was that? What you don't think he would have gotten in trouble? Oh, well, Vigiano? I yeah, I would have been kicked out of Notre Dame 100 percent Well, I was kicked out of Notre Dame. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is pre-social media, so <laughs> Yeah, Augram didn't even need social media for that. Right. I did it on my own accord, baby. <laughs> this is true. Well, you got you got kicked out of Pats as well, too, didn't you? I did not get kicked out of Pats. I went to three high schools in four years. I saved my mom half a year's tuition. <laughs> so, in other words, you 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 helped her. I, I like to look at it that way. She doesn't, but, you know, it is tomato, what it is. Tomato, tomato. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what tomato. it is. Three grand or four grand, whatever I saved her, you know, still you're, waiting for that. Thank you. You're, <laughs> I was just going to say, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it might actually be a pretty good uh, place to stop right there, boys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And you know that, like, I mean. This was I, I. I really enjoyed this episode. It was a lot. I thought we fun. had a pretty good one today. Yeah, it's a nice one. Sure. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. We, of course, hey, dude, we, you're we always were, we are happy to have you on, and we're going to have you on next week as well I to like continue it. on with this talk, and then talk a little bit about the '80s as well, too. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, also before we go, the three of you do need to hear this. Well, two. Oh, oh, yeah, two. The, right. the, the three of you. Who else? <laughs> the, the, the two of us and you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you didn't no already, one ever yeah. said Vigiano was good at counting. <laughs> July. We're looking at July. The neighborhood is back. We've got the Ryder Cup. July? Yes, sir. For the Ryder Cup? Yes, sir. We'll, we'll Pat's talk. Notre Dame? Yes, sir. Ooh. Very controversial uh, um, scenario for me on that, but you know what? We'll we'll end it there. Yeah. Well, <laughs> me right, and... boys. This was <laughs> we'll fun. Have to, we'll have to te- we'll have to talk more about that, but we'll we'll we see will. what happens. We will. We yeah. will. All right. Hugs, kisses. <laughs> All right, you. boys. Uh, appreciate the time, Ogs. You know, we'll we'll talk to you next week as well. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. For sure. Thanks, gentlemen. Yeah. Kisses. All see right. We'll, we'll see you guys later. <laughs>